it's here. Peloton's best offer of the season. Get up to $300 off accessories when you purchase a Peloton tread. Choose from accessories like a heart rate monitor, non-slip grip dumbbells, yoga blocks, and more. If you've been looking for a sign to join Peloton, this offer gives you everything you need to get going. Hurry, Peloton's best offer of the season is here, but not for long. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access memberships separate. Limited time offer cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. Welcome to a galaxy far, far away. Here at the Cantina Podcast, we provide top-shelf service, including rumors, leaks, news, and reviews. Come in, order a Loma Nail, and remember, no droids allowed. And hello, everyone. Welcome to the Cantina here on the Genreverse, uh, Genreverse Podcast Network, uh, wherever you get your podcast from, and the Genreverse YouTube channel. Please do follow like share subscribe all the all the fun little buttons you're supposed to push or click on all of the uh all of the formats uh uh part of the big lrmonline.com family go there every day for all entertainment news needs and and opinions i'm kyle that's cam and we are here to discuss and uh and or episode four as my son is laughing like a maniac in the back in the background (laughs) Yes. Um, episode four, man. This uh, mm-hmm. this episode delivered exactly what I expected, and uh, like I had mentioned uh, last week, I was kind of curious as to how I would settle in to this side of Star Wars, this you know way of doing things, and uh, I think I'm settled in. Actually, I quite uh, enjoyed it. No action, all drama. Uh, I did. I do have one technical complaint, and it's one that that happened. uh, uh, Many people had issues with going back to the trailer, and that that is the the AK forty seven blaster. I think that's one of the laziest, most awful choices they made because it's not just in in one scene, one establishing shot, and Uh it's not just one. There's multiple and. It yep. it is. It's just. I, think, in the, in... Um, I agree, hundred percent on that. Um, it's it's just it doesn't wouldn't have taken much work for the art Nothing. just to add some stuff to that to make it look slightly different. Bor- you know, borrow just... stuff you've already had and just either add an attachment or break something off. Ta-da! New weapon. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's literally all it needs. But it just it's too. Like, as I said in my review of it, you know, unless they're trying to say that Kalashnikov designed the perfect rifle <laughs> in the universe, do you know what I mean? And, well, and that's will, why everybody else has come up with the same thing. I'll, I'll say this. It's it's one of the, it's it's like the only good thing to ever come out of socialism and communism. <laughs> so, hey, you know. Uh, <laughs> uh, so other, other than that, this again it wasn't some like home run wow i'm i'm amazed i've never seen anything like this mm. before it was solidly uh good and i kind of feel myself giving it uh again i think about that a minus as a matter of fact this might be an a a minus in episode three the previous one Nah, I'll keep it at A minus. I like the action stuff, so yeah, two mm-hmm. two A minuses in a row. I'm, row for I'm me, man. A on this one because ah. you know that that was kind of like I, my only two criticisms were the AK forty seven and 
the fact that I only got to watch one episode because I kind of <laughs> what I mean by that is I get that, that. I kind of really that. enjoyed the first one being in that three episode chunk you felt like mm-hmm. it was a natural break to take that week into this week whereas when I finished watching it this week I'm like is that it? I, I want more. I want to see where we go next. It just didn't feel satisfying in some ways. Um, but, you know, I can't criticise it for the release schedule in some ways. No. It's, you know, uh, when I'm grading the episode. So that, that's why I, I went A. So like like you said, um, it just does everything you expect. There's nothing wow or exciting. But kind of that is what makes it different. Yeah. If that makes Absolutely. sense, and and it's continuing 100%. the tonal sort of the the the, the tonal shifts, you know, within the, the mm-hmm. story itself are, are consistent, and I'm glad to see that that's going to remain. It is going to be that little bit darker. It is going to be a little bit grittier. So we had a change of some characters around, and we got to introduce to some new characters, and there's some people that we that we spent more time with. Guess what? One of them was Cassie and Andor. Funny, funny that. Um, since it's his show, but obviously talk about the rest when we get yeah. any spoilers a little bit more, which we'll do after we give you a warning. But um, but you know the quality of that. Remember last week I was talking about how the supporting cast were all really, really good. You know, and the performances yes. were really good, and they sold it. That that was again there with the new people that were brought in. There was people in very minor roles some that might become larger as it goes forward and everybody was just really really good and again they went to the well of British TV veterans you know which is um, <laughs> just a good standard quite frankly you know of, of actor that maybe aren't that well known to a lot of people in America although the one guy that would have been very recognisable to some people uh, or there was two people that might have been quite recognisable because they were both previously in Game of Thrones um, and they were, they Christine were recognized one. Well. Some, Which one? The, the guy? Oh, the female. Uh, the female, yes. Yes. The the female was her name in Game of Thrones was all we know was the Waif. Mm. She didn't have a name. She was like an assassin. So she was an odd character, but she was really the one really with good. the faces. But, was she that? Yes, yes, oh, okay. yes. That was the whole Arya faces thing that was going on at the time. Okay. Correct. Yeah. Yep. And she it was I vaguely remember because that was the one that said said it. Christine was like, I, I, I. She looks familiar. I think I've seen her in something before. I was like, what? Like a Game of Thrones or something? It just, I guess it was yeah, in the back and, of my yeah. back of my mind because I, I didn't yeah, watch I all of it. Right away and, yeah, you know, but I didn't watch the whole series. I, I watched chunks with Christine, and the only season I, I actually saw all the way through was uh, season five. But anyway, sorry, I, I side sidetracked us. Amazing because one of my favorite episodes was in season five as well, Hard Home. What zombie episode, the big zombie attack. Oh yeah, that was that was that was intense, man. I mean, that's kind of why I I watched. I had enough knowledge from bits and pieces from Christine because it wasn't a bad show. It's just not my cup of tea. But we 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 got to get back on Star Wars. We do get back on Star Wars. But the other guy that was also from Game of Thrones was uh, he played a character called Kyburn. I forget his name in Andor, but it was the most senior Imperial that we meet mm-hmm. in the show. So he he was in Game of Thrones as well. But again, just quality veteran actor that's been in so many things and you know just the set design the 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 
the background characters that we've got, it just feels like a lived-in real world that we're yep. following people in that are, you know, not on that kind of galactic scale. This isn't about yeah. Palpatine, Vader, Obi-Wan, Kenobi. You know, this is mm-hmm. about the people that didn't weren't as celebrated, didn't get movies made about them. Do you know what I mean? But but have the same impact as, as everyone. Well, maybe not the same impact themselves, but the, what happens has an impact to them the same as it does everyone else in the galaxy and people play their part, you know? It's like, um, it's almost like Bothan's part, you know? Mm-hmm. Or, or or if it was just one guy called Manny Bothans, which I've always yeah. liked that theory, <laughs> just this one guy who was a hero. I want to see that Disney Plus mm. series, Manny Bothan, the... <laughs> anyway, I'll, I'll move on. So we, I mean, so we've given our grades. We've both said we're really, really yeah. happy, and we've given some kind yep. of big stuff. So will we just give the spoiler call and, and yeah, get any specifics? I think let's, let's start talking. Uh, let's start talking Andor and the uh, Rebels. Spoiler warning, everyone. There, there you go. Uh, I like the whole I- idea that there's so much compartmentalization amongst these early rebel groups and i mean there's been rebellion going on for a bit by now but it's starting to coalesce into the uh uh, more organized alliance where we are now compared to where we are even in rogue one which is five years later five years later Um, yeah so uh i like that there's this compartmentalization showing the the paranoia uh amongst the the uh, different groups and there's Skarsgård's character um not even not even willing to tell the truth truth to some that he is working for and then the uh uh the female rebel there not wanting to tell the whole truth to her own group yeah um, her name was. yeah the, uh the the amount of um the amount of of paranoia and distrust but desperate need to trust trust enough is on this planet it creates a really like a tense situation it feels scary you know this is how uh uh insurgent group that are trying to you know this is how they would work you know and and Mm -hmm. as much as we understand it our real life scenario but it's put in a star wars environment so it's how would you work with the technology at their disposal, you know, and I love the kind of even though we you've yet to see whether it works, the kind of simplicity of the plan that they're doing for this heist, which is yeah. they're using a a natural event to basically disguise their escape, you know, or else they wouldn't be able to pull this off, you know. It's a kind of once yeah. in a, every few years three, or whatever three years they said yeah. um, chance to kind of pull this off, and that's why they need to make it work. I don't think it's going to go down as, as they want it not to. As, not as smooth as they want it to. drama is drama. But, yeah. um, but, you know, but I genuinely don't know what's going to happen. I mean, they do such a good job with the paranoia. Mm-hmm. Can you say for certain that that entire team, there's none of them are really double agents or something like that? Yeah. I mean, you couldn't, could you? I mean, really, they, there the seems to be... For Cassian. Yeah, there point. seems to be trust amongst individuals in the group or amongst thieves but Is yeah that, that type thing? that type of thing and it's like yeah i tr- i trust steve well enough to to be here w- with steve but i don't trust all the people steve is saying he he trusts i'm i'm mm. only trusting steve it's it's one of those types of situations and yeah. uh 
uh, everyone's like that, and they kind of have to be because well, the empire—the empire—is a scary thing. <laughs> I think that was what this episode was about: was the paranoia because mm -hmm. we see it from all different sides. You know, I mean, maybe not so much the imperial side, but we see how attentive they are to detail in terms of tracking shit down and and you know and how on top of things they are because you know we've often painted the empire as bumbling clowns in star wars mm. you know just look at the last jedi rise of skywalker bumbling um yeah imperials compare that Disgusting. to empire strikes back or a new yeah. hope imperials yeah. and you think those they don't seem as comical you know, they seem more switched on and, you know, yes. not just... And then you get, again, I've got that feeling from Krennic and, and those around them in Rogue One and that's yep. kind of what I was in about what the feeling I'm getting from this as well. So I'm really happy to see the Imperials. Um, and as something I've been saying for a long time, let's see more from the bad guy's point of view. Yes, absolutely. I'm down with it. Uh, and they're actually kind of the next part to to discuss is the Imperials. Um, uh, the, uh, um, hold on, I'm writing down the timestamp. Meeting the, the Imperials and seeing their version of paranoia, which of course is uh, positioning. Yes. The, and the mean, whole episode is, yep. is discussing positioning positioning one's self into authority whether that's to rise in the levels or to become a master of your of your trade you know you you've got uh uh aspirational imperials you've got ter territorial imperials you have the bureaucratic imperial who's kind of like the the old uh, corporate security senior senior officer where he's like i can see the big picture i've, I've got my my finger on this but at the same time, you can also see his own arrogance and thinking that his fingers on the pulse of everything going on that he uh, he ignores, you know, the the female officers. Uh, hey, I'm on to something here. Yeah. And he's like, eh, the other guy's got more more experience. So I'm going to I'm going to side with this. And uh, if you find anything of, of note, let me yeah. let me know. I mean, so you, you make I, a I've really good that. point that I was saying the paranoid and then almost saying like that wasn't there in the imperial side that was more looking at it from their point of view but you're absolutely right because the paranoia is there because we see um everybody feels insecure when he's doing that round table thing and you mm -hmm. know he's going through everybody and basically you know it's not like a you don't feel that that's a manager and you're in a comfortable environment where you can say well look we've had some problems in our team as you know boss i'll tell you and, you, I'll know, tell you now. There's, there's a fear there I've been I've been in that exact meeting. Yeah, that's that's very they got something uh Break, Breaking Geek brought up and I I forgot to bring it up uh between you and I uh is a lot of the mili military stuff, a lot of the combat uh oriented things, the guerrilla tactics, the uh, a lot of this is is pretty authentic. Um we're we're we Jonesy and I were both uh Jonesy also served in the army JAG officers like kind of served in the no, I'm joking uh uh we were we were discussing that um but here uh that that type of meeting that is that is a brigade commander briefing a bunch of of battalion staff officers like 
that yeah. that I've I've sat in that meeting before, and that's exactly what it's like. And bravo, See, whereas I, I would bravo a, to them. Somebody talked to me like that in a meeting because I walked <laughs> and I walked in the civilian life. You know, I'd be like, and I'd just got up and walk out. You know, you're not talking to me like that in the middle nope. of meeting for the people. I'd have them up nope. at HR. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. military life. I understand it, it. It is, but you know what? Uh, it breeds some of the best leaders. I'm not saying that you should treat civilians because you got to be in a, in a certain mindset to be able to to be in a in a it's situation a like world. that, it's right? So, world. and that's part of what basic uh, basic training is for. Basic combat training also is basic military training, getting you not brainwashing. It's getting you into the mindset of what it takes to be uh, a well-disciplined well-oiled machine so that when we say go to war you're able to to go to war because i civilians i'm i'm sorry you you cannot understand what it takes to go to war you need that conditioning from basic training the camaraderie that comes with it all of that anyways we're getting off track they're doing a really good job of being realistic here it's it's neat i like mm. it yeah no i agree it's you know it, and it gives it's that there's a weightiness to what we're seeing i think oh, yeah. um and you know that helps with that you know we're not here criticizing like oh when that speeder showed up at close range people would be flying about like things think of the things that we criticise the Obi-Wan, you know, at times. And that's all the things that Andor's getting right for me at this moment in time. I agree. And in regards to the Imperials, um, you know, as I say, already said, really kind of was hoping to see more of them. It's almost like they took over the role of the, the kind of corporate security guys. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like we've, we've moved a level up. Um but, you know, I just love the stark contrasts visually as well with the white or steer stereo mm. to where the rebels are just in a camp with making shit in a stove and all that. And yeah. that kind of really cements <laughs> that the little guy versus the big guy, which yeah. is a big part of, you know, this this era in Star Wars. That's what it's about, ultimately, you know. I do like the, the dressing down that the uh, the corporate security group got. And the old man trying to throw throw his own uh, 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 subordinates under the bus by being like, I didn't have anything I to do with it. Yeah. And he's like, exactly. That's the freaking problem. And it's like, dude, you you were so comfortable in your, in your own uh, uh, top seat that you forgot there's a seat higher than yours. Like, <laughs> you still have to report you know, to, to someone else. A bit of defense, though, you know. He anticipated this would happen and told the guy specifically not to do it. So if I was him, I'd be raging at that other guy. Like, dude, I told you not. Well, to yeah, bother with this, you know. But he he also, regardless, they're gonna look at well, when the first inklings of a sh of one of your ships, you know, resources being di diverted, when you saw personnel being diverted to to study things related to this thing you told him to drop, you had chances to stop him, and you didn't. You didn't catch. You didn't catch on. So absolutely, it's your your fault too, boss man. Uh, that's the way I would even look at it, even from just from the outside. Like, but uh, well, he I, had to go away. Yeah, 
it was called away to an official thing. It doesn't, that ma- it doesn't matter. He's he's in charge, and 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 whenever you're in charge, that's just stupid. You, that's like you, do. you know, if I'm the president of the United States and I get asked to a dinner and nuclear war breaks out, and do you know what? No one tells me. No one tells me, and then they blame me. Well, you were in charge. You should have known. Well, well so here's I the thing. I need someone to tell me. Here, here's here's the answer to that question. They, your subordinate that takes over when you're off site is supposed to have been well trained to know what is important for him to yeah, call you. you. No, I'm telling you, you that's that, exa- yeah. yeah, it's exactly which in this he, case is the guy who went on his own. He seems to be like second in charge. At this so point. there, there you anyway. go. I mean, it. it the point being, Cam, is they are they're getting it real, real, realistic, yeah. and I I liked it. Uh, do you think? What do you think is going through through the guy's mind? Uh, uh, the deputy inspector there in the L, uh, in the turbo lift. Uh, uh, is it man? I'm gonna get that that Andor. Or, oh my God! I'm gonna these imperial assholes. Like, what do you think's going through through his mind there? I don't know. I mean, someone like that, you kind of think would would gravitate towards the empire would seek out you know the, the we should be that make efficient, it right to you you know and you know i'm going to be part of this brutal efficiency because that's the way that it needs to be and he would fit right in with the empire being as anal as he is and such a prick yeah. <laughs> but he's also showing that he's got poor judgment um to say that and, least. you know he's got poor social skills he's not a natural leader in any way so he's got all this going against him as well so i don't know i mean i mean again like some of the people we saw last week i couldn't say you for certain we see him again because that may have just been that one shot was just the end that's like yeah his career's in the toilet he's got to live with his mommy um he's not got a (laughs) job that was funny mommy yeah (laughs) that was Um, funny but you know, I don't know. So that's the thing. I'm I'm, I'm kind of completely left guessing at the moment, and potentially, you know, that's a good place to be at this point in the series, where you know, like we kind of know Cassian's arc a little bit, um, mm. but we don't really know the arcs of anyone else, and they could go a number of different ways. And that's kind of a good place to be at this point in, in an opening season. They're interesting without us knowing why they're interesting yet. Yeah. Um, with that, man, last, last touch, uh, last thing to touch on Mon Mothma. We finally get to meet her, get to see Coruscant, which I was mostly impressed with. Although the CGI for her, uh, speeder awful reflective surfaces. I know they're hard to do, so maybe don't do them. (laughs) It it was rough. See, it was rough CGI, but anyways, other than that, um, I, I felt her introduction was fine. I was uh, uh, familiar with with her kind of like pacing for the character from uh, the little bits that we got in Rogue One. Um, And uh, didn't we just see her in something else? Hermon Mothma. No, I guess it was just this. I'm thinking of like trailers and stuff like that. Sorry. Anyways, um, so... it's fine. What I really liked more, though, is the the uh, um, show that Skarsgård puts on, like mm. there on on Coruscant. When this, he's this um, when he's being the art dealer, high you know? end aristocratic type art dealer. Like I found that so interesting. Her, she plays straightforward, 
you know, does the little, yeah, I'm looking for a gift for, for my husband. Um, but hers is, hers is a completely different type of, of drama. You, you start seeing that, that there's a, a rift in her, her marriage, even where, where the husband might not be he doesn't seem to know politically active at, at yes. all. You know, he's, he's rubbing elbows with Imperials because, Hey, they're just happen to be the ones in charge, you know, yeah, you're, a sinner, the, you know, yeah, I mean, you you're, know? you're in the system. So, you so, know, it's an it, interesting it's clearly not being completely open and honest with him as to in yeah. terms of what our true values are yep it's an interesting uh it's an interesting element to the show uh i'm still more interested in the Skarsgård character but what do you what do you think of Mon mothma i mean i thought those two were the best things in this episode yeah. uh, either on their own or in the interactions okay. with each other um I thought they were just fantastic. Um, you know, the acting performances that's going on yeah. there. Um, those two stood out to me. I thought Genevieve O'Reilly was, was great. And I kind of wish we'd saw more of her in other things now, you know, because yeah. Mon Mothma is actually such a good character that I think fans have seen this now and thought, why didn't they bring Mon Mothma back into the sequel trilogy a little bit? Because the actress that played in Return of the Jedi was still alive. They could actually, yeah. you know, and is still alive at the moment. They could have done more with that. Um, you know, that might have been... But then we didn't get any politics. They didn't want politics. That's the problem with the sequel trilogy, was we didn't find it out. Mon Mothma was presumably had retired, was sitting on that planet, loving life under this new republic, and then, oh, shit, what's that big laser beam? Bam, and she was yeah, dead. That was it. on their I don't know. stupidly rotating... Uh, that was one of the dumbest decisions to to uh, uh, have the the capital rotating. That oh God, Disney, I hate you sometimes. Sorry. Carry on, Cam. Mon, yeah, yeah. Mon, no, Mon, no, Mon. You're, you're right. <laughs> you're right. Um, so you know, she is an interesting character um, because she's kind of at this point, she's not a leader of this rebellion. She mm -hmm. is someone that is using the position she does have um, to try and help. Uh, basically against the rebellion, against the thing that she's working in, you know, that's the mm -hmm. position she's in at the moment, she's not the leader yet, and yet she becomes that going forward, so we're seeing the kind of early stages of, of her, and with the paranoia, everything, the kind of the way that they, you know, that they have to work to yeah. you know, to avoid, you know, the fact she's got a new driver every day, you know everybody's spying in these centres all the time, it's like secret police under you know in the nazi regime or you know or the kgb under the soviets you know if, if you're speaking or doing anything against the state they're going to be right yep. on top of you and she understands that and she understands the dangers involved but she still she still wants to help you know um i thought it was great in fact i, I just there's one thing i do want to talk about um which is um one of the criticisms that i am seeing from some Star Wars fans at the moment, so I wanted to get your opinion on it. Sure. I, when I wrote my review, a lot of people had said they're, they're falling asleep watching it. I don't think this is a show for everybody. And, you know, if we take the demographic of people who like Star Wars, they might not be people who like deep programs, you know, that like this kind of slow-born character-based drama. You may, you may have watched something like Breaking Bad and thought, that was a lot of shit, I don't like that, but I love Dolby One Kenobi because pew, 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 you know, action. And I'm not, I don't mean to be like, 
I'm not trying to sound superior mm. or other people inferior. What I'm getting at is that people do have different tastes, you know? Yeah. Um, and I I'm can one kinda... of those people with different tastes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you and but I. But not in this situation. Yeah, yeah. But we're we're on the same page here for the moment. So we're kind of in a part. bit of a loving with this at the moment. And we're loving this slow character based. But what I'm getting at is that I don't think everybody in the Star Wars fan base likes it like we do because for some people no. it's just too slow. It's not exciting enough for what they think Star Wars should be. And you know when it when it comes to when it comes to that, I mean you're you're right. And I would I would say that there's probably a good hard line uh, around uh, the uh, uh, prequel appreciation. Uh, parallel, we'll call it that line that, but where where people that love the prequel trilogy, I have a feeling they're the ones that aren't as necessarily into this as much. And then, of course, even younger aren't necessarily going to be, they want pew-pew, right? Yeah, I mean, to um, be fair, I'm not so much talking about people that aren't quite mature enough to, because to, I think... No, 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 no. I'm, it's I'm not, not a... Sure this no, is it, a, a show for kids, really. It's not, not even a... Ma- inappropriate. I just don't think... Yeah. I'm not even talking on a on a maturity level like you're, you're immature. I'm talking in generational taste. I'm talking mm-hmm. what right. appeals to well, the, gener- to to the generations. If you look at the shows like uh, uh, Breaking Bad and Dramas... Who's the big audience? Yeah, they're they're massive shows, but think about everyone that. Well, of course, everyone that we we, a lot of oh. Gen X, a lot of older millennials, and then a, a crap ton of boomers watch those types of shows. Yeah. And I'm you not say, saying you that Z saying doesn't, shows, but, but yeah, really, are they though? That's what you think about it. Do I guarantee you there's probably more people tuned in to watch Obi Wan Kenobi than they did the Better Call Saul finale? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right? I, I may be completely wrong. So put in the comments this yeah shut up because this happened blah 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 blah. but that's what i've got in my head because it's not everyone's cup of tea whereas star wars reaches a bigger demographic and i think that you'll you'll find a generational uh uh variable in this that that plays heavily and and again that's not i mean it is saying one thing It, it is in my opinion that some in some younger generations, <laughs> mostly mine and the Zers, Zoomers, whatever, you guys appreciate much more simplicity, and that's fine. We're not. I'm not calling you dumb. I'm not saying that it's it's less intelligent. I'm saying you appreciate more Just things more simplistic, and that's fine. I don't. I like. I like a little bit of texture to my to my entertainment, and and Andor's delivering that. Yeah, just on that point, there was a poll I read recently on Rings of Power, and it mm-hmm. was age group of people who think the show is a bit slow, mm-hmm. and um, the 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 largest of that age group was the eighteen to thirty five group that, that okay. thought it was slow. Outside of that, it was really low. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, now that could just have been that there were more people of that age using the platform or whatever, but. But you look at the overall numbers, it, well, that's not what it was shown because it was I mean, a, a bread. Because um, I just don't get that again that it's too yeah. slow. I don't, I don't need action to, to, to entertain me all the time. Yeah. I need drama. Yeah. And, to it, and again, me. that comes from part of that like instant gratification that younger 
people have grown up with. Uh, it goes into the entertainment too. Uh, do I dislike it? Yes, I do. I, I dislike how simplistic people are willing to allow entertainment to be. But I get it. I can see how society's done done that. I, I just wish people would uh, when reach we were for kids, there was some, some additional entertainment as well. Absolutely. Um, I'm a Power Rangers fan. I'm wearing yeah. my my Power Rangers sweater, but I, I kind of I mean, we, we don't watch like, that. I watched necessarily the A-Team and Night Rider and stuff like that. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, they absolutely. weren't exactly highbrow. But at the same time, shows. we 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 watch all the other things that we've we've discussed. Things like the Sopranos. We were comparing that to uh, what we were hoping for in in Book of Boba Fett. Mm. Um, yeah, man, it's just uh, I. It's not boring. <laughs> it's not do boring. You wish, do you wish Star Wars needed Boba more Fett of this? this yes, I would. I would have even taken taken this. Like I said, man. Sopranos, Boba Fett yeah. is is Tony done without banging all the the side pieces, you know, like that's that's fine, but nope, 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 <laughs> not what yeah, we got. I mean, I just I've always said for a long time that when Star Wars gets darker, that's what piques my interest the the most. That's why Empire's my favorite because it's mm-hmm. the darkest entry of all the films still. But it still and feels very the, Star Wars. Bits, yeah, and even yeah. the bits like you know, because I obviously, as much as I don't like the Last Jedi, there were bits of it I really enjoyed, and it was the darker stuff, like the Force mm. crossovers between Ben and Ray and stuff. Like, I liked all of that. Yeah. You know, but the stuff with uh, Snoke was was decent up until it, it didn't matter anymore. But you know, the point is, yeah. you know. That's kind of almost what I wanted more of from that film, and less is some of the light-hearted stuff that went along with it, and the poor action choices. You know, like we we're talking about, what in this show we're praising it militaristically, you know, and yeah, that's one of the negatives that we had about the Last Jedi is the military stuff. Oh, None of it made God. any sense, you know. And, and we're we we're not talking about. Uh, we'll we'll leave it alone. You guys can yeah, check yeah, out I our mean, Cantina reviews episode on on the Last oh. Jedi, where we begged Jammer, we begged Janet to to understand, to understand the folly of his ways, and he just wouldn't. Damn it, Janet. I wonder if Anyways. he finds uh, Andor too slow. No, nah, I'm only kidding because actually I think Janet would really like Andor. I'm just guessing because he loves character stuff. And the, yes, this is all kinds of stuff, but I don't know. I guess I'd need to ask him what, what he thinks. Yeah, we'll have to ask him. Anyways, guys, uh, yeah, that'll do it for this episode. Uh, you can find uh, lots more content on whatever podcast app you may be uh, listening to us on. Uh, we are reviewing the Rings of Power on Review of the Rings. That's Cam and I doing that that one. Uh, Anime Versal Reviews just finished Classroom of the Elite. Uh, season two and starting Saturday, Spy Family Core Two. So part two for those of you that don't know what a core is. What are you doing watching anime? Learn. No, I'm jo- joking. It's all good. Uh, we got daily cup of genre and breaking geek color- covering everything in entertainment. 
uh, and uh, uh, Marvel Multiverse Mayhem does the Marvel version of this show. So check all that out on the YouTube channel. It all goes up in video format. If you're watching us, uh, please do hit the subscribe button. Thank you to, to all 590 subs as of right now. Uh, we're starting to do new things. We've got the Anime Versal Reviews reactions uh, on AVR Squared. We've got uh, uh, genre shot trailer reactions and potentially genre shot movie reviews. So keep keep subscribed you might see some video uh, uh, movie reviews like one person camera talking that that type of thing and uh, I did our first uh, gaming stream last night it was a a successful test I played some TF2 I talked some anime I I hope to do it again in the next couple of days Uh, and then of course uh, lrmonline.com Every day for all entertainment news, needs, opinions, written pieces, uh, bar side buzz. We look at rumors and leaks and all sorts of good stuff. Written reviews, celebrity interviews. Those also go up on the uh, LRM YouTube channel. So yeah, yeah, and my yeah. written reviews for this and Bring the Power and House of Dragon are all on there as well. If you want to see what this one fan thought of all the current shows that are out there. The big shows just now, just to jump over there, read them. Let me know what you think. There you go, guys. Uh, I guess we will uh, see you next week, and uh, may the force be. Uh, blah, blah. Uh, it's, that was the worst close ever. Yeah. It, <laughs> is, it is. It's like my. I'll see it for you. The the brain signals just kind of get jammed up. I got it. I got it. I got it. Here we go. May the force be with you. redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.